Welcome to the Kingdom Hour, where we are sharing real-life stories that are geared to impact and empower you in mind, spirit, body, and soul. Join us each week as our guests share wonderful stories about how they overcame. Well, hello, everyone. This is Donna Ganny, and I'm joined here with a guest uh, that has an awesome uh, story to tell, and I hope you're going to hang in with us and uh, listen in, And whether it's online or you can call in to 646-668-2413 and engage with our guest. Um, again, I'm Donna Ganny, and you're listening to the Kingdom Hour. And our guest name today is Tracy Knox, and Tracy um, is going to share with us about herself, and um, she's going to tell you some great and wonderful things to help you, to empower and equip you in spirit, body, and soul. Um, our topic is going to be on my love affairs with love. Now, um, welcome to the Kingdom Hour, Tracy. Thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. Hello. Well, you're quite welcome. I'm glad to have you here. Um, can you tell the audience um, about yourself? How What inspired you to write your book? And, you know, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. I'm a, I am Shaker Heights, Ohio. I'm a mother of three beautiful boys. Um, pray for me, y'all. They're from... Every age range from, I got one getting ready to be 26, I have a 15-year-old, and I have 18-year-old, and I will be 51 May, so just imagine. Um, <laughs> just imagine about that, but they're my motivations. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, I, I, they're my motivations. When I think about how it was all strategized in my journey, how they came along, um, with the tumultuous, painful relationships. Two are with my ex-husband, one is with another gentleman. Um, that Love Affairs with Love, once you read it, it it gives you an insight about the journey with the children, especially the oldest one. I wouldn't trade them for the world. Um, the journey for me started in my nostalgic memory, age two, three, or five. But like I said, Mother of three, stay-at-home mom. I have a, I'm a restaurant medical assist by Trey, but I, I'll get into that later when I bless you with a couple of things about when you have that introduction of yourself. Because one of my goals is to get you comfortable in the introduction of yourself, and that came with a lot of pain. But the journey for me with this whole thing started years ago. Um, I wanted to do another book. I wanted to do a book, but it was going to be named something else. And I know mm-hmm. now that the most high, he needed me to go through some more turbulence in the right setting to get a line to do this book. And he positioned me through trying to find myself of every status stage from my 20s, 30s. I had to go through some things. Mm-hmm. And once we go through it, my whole ploy plot plan for you all, as I talked to the doctor today, Dr. Ghani, I... Mm-hmm. My whole quest and goal is to get you all to where your skin, as tight as possible, 
comfortable as possible on your body. So the journey started yeah. for me as a single mom, three kids, mm. Mm. relationships, the, all the whole norm that we go through on this journey, fighting, constantly fighting to he's getting me positioned to get here, to stop fighting, to let me know he has me. So that's just that's me in a nutshell. But we'll go on, and I'll as we go, I'll give you more who this Tracy is. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I know that there's a lot of hurdles that you have to go through anyway with having children uh, alone and uh, raising them up uh, through life and then, you know, facing other obstacles and challenges in life. Uh, which hurdles did you personally face and how did you overcome them? You know what, Doctor? I'm going to tell you this because one of the things I pride pride myself on that my format is being uncut, uncut, classy, raw. The biggest Mm -hmm. hurdle was myself Mm. because the you give the world so much of you, where your confidence and your knowing is depleted. Like you, you'll know something that you were different that you needed to stand back and not stand in the crowd. So for me, mm-hmm. that confidence I had gave to so many people, places, and things. And so when I had these ideas of becoming a better me, myself got in the way because the confidence and me second-guessing my knowing of my purpose, because I do believe some of us know, but – it's a cool thing. It's an in-crowd thing to go along with the other protocol. So mm. to answer that, I'll say for me, I was my obstacle, not trusting in what I was hearing. Oh, I can say it. It sounds good as I would spew it out. Yeah. Oh, walk by faith, not by sight. And behind closed doors, I wasn't really trusting in that. So I'll give you all this. You have one of your biggest, biggest earths obstacles could be yourself. Sometimes we say finances. We say I had to put the boys in daycare. I had no, 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 no. Let's, let's, let's do this. It was self. Yeah. 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 That's true. It was, what you're saying is absolutely true. Um, It was self for me. Yeah. I totally agree with you. When we begin to reflect on how it's affecting us, definitely it has to do with self. I absolutely agree with you there. Mm-hmm. It was self mm-hmm. for me. Once mm-hmm. I let go and I surrendered, that's our little cliche, but it's the truth. I had to mm-hmm. I had to let the keys get out of my pocket, out the ignition, and let mm-hmm. the most high drive it. And when I started, because it's an ongoing process, yeah. he started to align me. I had to clean house in that self. So I had to get me some quality, not quantity, I had to get me some quality field people that would align with me getting in front of me so I can pull my purpose out, and he did surely that. When I let go of self and me and and lack of, whatever your lack of, confidence, Mm self-esteem, self-affirmation, he started to align me, and that's in his alignment, but you got to ask, him. You've got to ask the universe to do that. And that's another thing that when we in ourselves, that keeps us bound. 
it's too cool to get in the car in your special place or the shower and say, I need to get out of myself. I need you. And I had to do that. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. I'm glad you put it that way. Makes to- totally a lot of sense, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, that's, you know, I think sometimes in ourself we have a little bit of pride as well that we, you know, I can conquer this, I can do that. Um, tell us about your most triumphant moment through, through all of this. My most triumphant moment hmm, was when I completed the book. Mm. When I completed that book and I had to look at that cover, when I looked to that back, when I got to that last sentence on that last page, it showed mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. I can do anything. Also, it, it's, it's, a, it's a format that can show my children that mommy did this. It's never too late because I did it. I, I finished it at 50, right? And, and when I went to mm-hmm. finish it, I, I, I went through it, finishing it. Yeah. I was going through yeah. it. And I'm going to tell you this on the sidebar with the triumph moment. The, the caption that you hear, the subtitle, is finding the piece of the pain. So as I'm writing it, mm-hmm. I had an aha moment that, this is where people stuck when I had my moment. Mm. It's an ongoing mm. journey to peace. You got to be willing to ride it. And I was proud and proud. And that was my moment because I rolled the journey in the midst of going through it and I completed something. It was just like the day when I was 40 and completed registered medical assist. I didn't even know why I was going in the field, but the fact that I walked the stage by myself, no family member, that's a different story for y'all later. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, I completed mm-hmm. something to show my boys, do it now, then later. No babies, no kids. And the fact that I did it with the boys, I finished that one period was my moment. When I, As soon as I put that grammatic mark right there, that was my moment. Nobody could wow. tell me now because I, I became my biggest cheerleader. That's right. <laughs> I became I like my that. biggest No man. I didn't need the validation, which I, which I speak of in the book. I need no more validation from a man nor woman on what mm-hmm. I was capable to do as my skin. You know how those raggedy pantyhose go. And this is why I could keep reiterating <laughs> to you guys is to get you to wear this skin like the raggedy They say, mm-hmm. yeah. my skin which is the pantyhose, when I finished the book, my pantyhose started sitting <laughs> snug around this frame even better. Mm-hmm. I could start pulling it up even. They started to pull up a little more. So that was my moment, Doctor, <laughs> when I finished that book. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But, you know, let's, let's go back a little bit, you know, because I want to flush out some of these things that, you know, you were going through in life. Um, let's let's go back um to the beginning stages of, you know, where you're where you're writing in your book. Um, you said you remembered at a very early age and you said, I have been in love with love. I was born in May of nineteen sixty eight. So I grew up in the seventies era. So tell us, what was that like for you? What what was it like growing up in that era and um, experiencing, you know, the, the music, the different things that were happening at that time? 
just for someone that's out there that may be listening, because I'm kind of like right along in the the same area where you are as far as growing up. There's a whole lot of people out there that wouldn't even begin to understand what we grew when we grew up what it was like. My my my! I smile as I think about it. That was those moments were the best moments of my life. Far as the smell, the songs of love, the temptations, you had it all. My my, thank God, my parents are still together, alive. I seen love at its best, at its worst. It smell you can smell love. The popcorn, the peanuts. It was everybody mm-hmm. was skipping through the streets doing that air. You had the Michael Jacksons, you had you had the Stevie Wonders. I listen to it to this day. These the sounds, the music spewed it. Love. Not the stuff that they got out now. Everything was love. You didn't if you didn't experience you wanted to be in love. You wanted to touch love. I became in love with love. The street corners, it was busyness of love. Somebody talking, it was greetings on every corner. Anytime a hot dog smelled like love, because you can remember how that fresh beef hot dog back in the day smelled like love. Everybody was outside playing, talking. You had somebody spewing out music. That was one of my first loves because it it, it explained it. And I had such a grown mind then. I knew the flavor of the song. It spewed it. I seen, like I tell you in the book, I seen even if love was bad, screaming, shouting, and hugging, to me it was love. I didn't, whatever it was, it was love. It was a connection. It was communicating. I can remember the clothes, the oh, the bell bottoms, the colors. I just yeah. fell in love with it. It was, it was so busy. Family was alive. <laughs> family was. Yeah. You had that mm-hmm. familyness was still there. Um, it it had changed, and I was so I'm so in love with that era. That love and Stevie Wonder has a song in the need of love, love in the need of love, and he he explains he explains some things that's coming to pass. It's destroying because no one is operating in it, and at the cost it caused me to write this book because in operating in love, because everybody does not operate like each other. Because I had to find out through the journey, everybody mm-hmm. has their own depiction, understanding of love. Where my visual of the 70s and Stevie Wonder, Smokey, the Jack the Fives, the homes that I remember mm-hmm. everybody playing, somebody wasn't as privileged as me to get that smell, that taste of love. So unfortunately, but fortunately, because I'm coming through, some people mm-hmm. were not blessed to have that experience of feel, because I just thought everybody had experienced what I, what I heard through the music, what I felt on the street. It didn't happen to a lot of people. So love had changed its colors on me as my journey went on. Mm-hmm. The music started getting dim. The love songs became abrasive. And as you all can see, I became in love with love. It keeps me smiling. It makes me remember. So I'm intoxicated like IV in my veins. With music. I'm going through something mm-hmm. today. Y'all can't tell. I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to put on a song. And that love of music is going to cheer me up and remind me everything is going to be okay. So that's what I remember the smells. I mean, we used to go downtown 
and town town was busy Christmas time. You could the popcorns, the decorations, every it was so mm-hmm. beautiful. It was just love. It was just lovely to me. Okay. Okay, so now when you were um you know, when when I'm looking at it going back into that time, you know, people were more social with each other. Yes. Yes and they were. Without without you know, it's like you trusted people. Um mm-hmm. you could communicate with people, you could you know, people were more friendly. They shake shake they say your hi, hand. They say hi, they, they say hey back. Good morning, <laughs> you know, Good morning. And, and they smile with you. But it seems like it's changing. Do you do you think that it's because of uh, the, you know, maybe we're in it, like they say, they call it information age, that we're, mm-hmm. you know, so engaged in that area that there's no actual connection with individuals to socialize uh, like we did at that time. What are your Most thoughts definitely. in that area? Most definitely. Social media has tainted the realness of the world. Um, it has masked feelings. You can be all that you want to be but nice on social media. You are consumed with this technology that's getting you out of movement and connecting with real people. On top of that, this the spirit led me on top of the social media it, it, it's said in my mm-hmm. spirit to say not only with the social media and colliding together, it's all go together. You mm-hmm. have wounded people that's utilizing mm-hmm. these things. So they don't know how to operate out of certain vices to 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 give love or receive it. Because like I said, you can be what you want to be on social media. You can be what you want. So they're carrying that out. Some people don't want to. They think they are celebrities, and they're not. Some people are display their pettiness, their meanness on there. So they're when they get off of that, they're taking that mm-hmm. into the real world. They're they're acting like that. You don't get the hellos. They're consumed. Mm-hmm. You can do it at mm-hmm. work. You can you can be on social media at work. Nobody's operating in love. But like I said, my spirit keeps saying, on top of that, we can say social media. The love is diminishing because we have a lot. And that's what I'm. That's what I want. My mission and purpose is to help as many wounded through my wounds. There's a lot of wounded people, and social yeah. media is giving them this fake picture of help, hope, and love. It's fake. It's it's not what it is. And they're looking to that. And so when they get out, they don't know how to project that to people in the grocery store line. They don't know how to be comfortable. Once again, I'm going to always go back because this is my healing thing to help people. They don't know how to, out that social media, they don't know how to wear their skin right. They don't know how to wear their, their pantyhose right on their self. And that social media, it's irky. It's irky. Mm-hmm. I don't really like social media, but i got to be there, unfortunately, because this is the search engine, this is the vice that markets yourself. Mm-hmm. you gotta mm-hmm. get your, you got to get your podcast. you got to do your Facebook. you got to keep your, your pick. Relevant. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I've got off, I've gotten on many a days with that social media, and I'll be a total wreck because I'm glad we're there on that topic of love and light. That like button, mm-hmm. that click of the light, has tarnished mm-hmm. a lot of people. They use it mm-hmm. as their fuel, their esteem. They don't get mm-hmm. a certain amount. If they don't get a certain amount, they gone. That all coincide with love and life. You got to like before you love is stage one and two. 
That's another Amen. problem. We're skipping phases of this love thing. We're we're skipping. We just, we skipped so hard we don't we just eliminated everybody and went dating is on social media. Don't know how to love, don't know how to like. Because you, you're looking for advices and things to validate. So we don't nobody know how to operate in love. They they have the wrong things. They don't have that people connection anymore. I had straight one on one people connection with love. But go ahead, Doc. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I mean, also, too, we don't want to, uh, we're not, um, you know, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, and all of you guys, we're not bashing you, because it has its good points, too, as she, as she said. But, but uh, you know, I, let's let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, your love affair with the Most High. How, you know, how did you come to that point? Because I know that that is a... What brought you there, and how, what? How did you get there to that point? I, I I won't make it lengthy, but it it started. He's once I went through and start the kept riding the ride on the journey. He had been with mm-hmm. me. I had felt him young, young, two to five. Mm-hmm. The day, the first day that I ever known that that was a tree, that was grass. That's something you got to be taught. That mm-hmm. was grass. It was a knowing that always followed me, that something bigger and awesome was covering me. Didn't know it. We were all like this. Some people say, well, I'm off the rip. I can't give you that because my format is straight truth. But there's a part in the book. Hmm. It was some situations in the 90s. He let himself be known. That entity let it, let it be known that it was true that he had me. And there were some club scenes that he had to rattle my soul to come get me. He shut mm-hmm. down a whole club scene for me. And it seemed like nobody was in that club that day that he made me uncomfortable in my skin. Mm. And when I, when I knew that he was coming, and I say coming because he, 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 he comes, he elects, he, in certain ones, he, he gets you right in the midst of your dirty rags. They think you got to come clean, come all. He got me in the midst of the world. And it was a sense of knowing, do I do right by him on a regular? No, he does right by me all the time. Because you still have residue residue of the world. You still sometimes let Satan tapper in your head. But he has kept me. He's doing it now as we speak. Like I tell you, I'm dealing with something now, my personal behind the phone things. But trusting in him had became something I needed to get on fire, and he would show up every time. He had became my best boyfriend. He had became my best friend. I, when I started learning that I can talk to him like I can talk to you all of my girlfriends without no judgment, when I saw my prayers come to pass on the good and the bad, on the good and the bad, mm-hmm. I want y'all to get that because we only do it when it's most of the time good. I fell in mm-hmm. love that when I was in jail that weekend back in the 90s, he mm-hmm. received me back. I fell in love with the fact that I don't know for sure, but I got to walk in faith that I, it is something greater out in that universe. So it was some incidents in my journey that I had nobody but the most high. 
and there were some situations. It was some situations that could have caused detriment. So you got to come out. You don't have to. Now speak for me that you got to know. You got to know. And I got to stress for us to get to our knowing. So it went way back on that porch in Linwood in Cleveland, Ohio, when I knew that was a tree, that something wonderful and immaculate was before me. You don't know then. And I tell Mm y'all in the book, you got to be willing to ride your journey. Don't get off in mid-hoop. Don't get off Mm -hmm. the curve. Ride Mm -hmm. it to see the glory. Some people don't didn't get back on. So I said it's Mm got to be something amazing. I had gave so much to a man or a friend who failed me. I want to I want to go over here and see what's up with this. Now we're not going to talk about the church scenes and all of that. That's another day. But that personal love affair that I had and having to develop. I'm still developing it. But it had become my best friend, along with me becoming my own best friend. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, I see you have <laughs> one of my favorite uh, uh, gospel artists, um, Marvin Sapp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you know, tell me about um, a little bit about when words give me peace. When words give me peace, you have a, a part in your book about that, and you talk about the fruits of the spirit. I know, um, you know, you talk about, uh, and you know, you're reflecting on Marvin Sapp and his music. I'm, I'm sure, and you, you probably are thinking about <laughs> when you get in your car right, that you know, listening to uh, that. Music, of course, that may gives you that perfect peace, and certainly, Marvin Sapp's music do do that. So let's talk about that a little well, bit. Well, two of my peace and work give you peace moment was. I'll give you this one real quick, and then I'll give you the one that really did it for me. The incident in my home when I was married. This one thing, my dad. Being that he's my mother is was and is the more vocal disciplinarian one. My dad has been used in a couple of occasions because he's more laid back and quiet. Dad was I do believe now that he those was his, that was his body, but I do believe that the Most High have given him some words in many situations to soothe me to let me know he spoke up. He come to the forefront as a dad to let me know in his in his body his mouth. But I know he was somebody was speaking for him through and use them. Like when I had my son, when I first got pregnant with my 26-year-old, soon to be 26-year-old, I was scared. Mm -hmm. I tell you in the book, I was scared to tell him that, you know, to your parents, especially when you haven't did or done or completed the things that they thought and expect you to do, and you have to make that call at 24 to tell your parents that you're expecting. And being that I was blessed to have a father figure in the home, Mm-hmm. To call that, make that phone call. That was the first. My me and my that the mother thing is already a doozy. Let, let me try to lay the table before him first. Let me get to him first. Was what I was thinking. Yeah. And when I called him, I hung up when I first called him. Couldn't get the gumptions up. I called back and I told him what was going on, and he simply said, "It won't be easy, but you got this." Oh, that was it. That was it. That was one of my moments for me. And that was a dad saying that. Now, the mother, that might have been different. But another mm-hmm. piece I want to give you guys, because this blessed me, this particular, and I won't make it lengthy, but I want you to get this blessed peace moment for me that I had. 
and I'll never walk away from it. I know this gave me peace, and I know he said it. It was to tell me this. I was at my home. Back then, you would go to Blockbusters, and you'd get the movies out of Redbox, and the kids were gone, and I had quiet time. I was doing laundry. I was going Mm -hmm. to watch this movie. I do believe the movie was called The Road. It was going to be like a dark Armageddon-type movie. I struggled with watching it. Something said, fold the clothes and watch it. So this couple, the wife passes. I'll make it quick. The son and the father is left to keep each other going to get someplace. They try to get someplace. Everything was in mayhem. You can tell it was New York or something, but things was black, houses on fire, everybody fighting to live and survive to the point of eating each other. They had to, and I'm just folding clothes. I'm like, I hope they get somewhere. Lord, what are they, what are they trying to get to? Because the mother had told him, keep this boy alive. She never walked back through the door because she got out there and got got. They traveling. I'm folding clothes, y'all. I'm folding. Get to the they midway. You can tell if you know cities or where they were, but it's just everything is everywhere. They get to what I do know because I've been there was Coney Island. Oh, they struggle. They fighting off. They found some places to eat, and I'm folding. I'm like Lord, because I'm if y'all was to meet me, I got I could be hardcore, but I'm sensitive and I'm just going through it. Folding clothes. They get to the end, and the father, because somebody's in a parking garage, and he gets hit by an arrow. I said, oh, God, the boy going to be by himself. Now, catch what this is. There were people, you didn't see many animals because now they're fending for themselves. Uh, you don't see a dog. You don't see someone there because they're fending. He gets to the yeah. and The father is now, because they don't have the medical part, they rough. They already looking rough, and they haven't eaten the boy. I said, oh, my God, this boy going to be by himself, Jesus. The father did succumb to death because the infection set into the leg. He's on this beach. Dr. Mm-hmm. Yanni, when I looked up at the TV, the boy looks, he's at the beach, and a family and a dog was walking up the beach. All I hear in my ear, ha, huh, I jump up, something says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And that was the day I lose it. I called my mother, and she says, baby girl, if you heard it, you heard it. That gave me such a peace because he was letting me know he got me. This boy had lost a father and a mother and had gained a whole family plus a dog. My, my, my. Mm, mm. We had been watching you and your dad on this whole journey. I boo-hoo. That brought me peace. I ran from one end of my dining room to my living room. So that was a piece that didn't make it, but it was concerning the book. No one, you would have to speak to me to know that testimony. And I shared a lot. That brought me mm-hmm. peace. And knowing he got me, he was letting me know. And then we would yeah, second yeah, guess that was. if we shared that. Mm-hmm. Don't second guess that. Yes, yes. So that was one of my peaceful moments. Yes, yes, yes. A very um, peaceful moments. Um, so, you know, it seems like you had, you went through a lot of things, but the Lord was with you and he Uh kept you through it all. Um, and now you have written uh, your book, given, uh, some testimony and some encouragement and uh, about how you overcame and kept peace through the pain, uh, that you was experiencing. Yeah. 
and and I know you're saying um, you probably think, can't she hear me? Can't she hear me? I said I'm going through something now. I can hear you, and I believe that God is going to turn that situation around that you're going through now as well. So I'm trusting the Lord, and and I know He has a plan because He never, like He said, He never will leave you nor forsake you. He will never let you nor forsake you in Jesus' name. Um, Yeah, yeah, God will never leave you and he will not forsake you and he's going to pull you through whatever the situation is because he has the power to do that. The dunamis power is not everyday power. It's a dunamis power. Yeah, yeah, I receive it. And if it, and yes, I have to Lord. accept the answer, too. We don't like the answer. So whatever how this day is getting ready to pan out that I can't control, I have to accept it and know that it's getting ready to work off on my good. And I'm literally, I'm mm-hmm. really, I'm riding on that We as we speak. I got, and that's the maturity in me. Because let me tell y'all something. If I, that hadn't always been in me, I would lose it. I would try to fix it. I would try to. Mm-hmm. Ah, and then I had to stop today and say, you got this. And then a couple of phone calls are coming in on the direction of getting the situation rectified. It ain't over, but I have to accept that it's got to be for my good. And I want y'all to, to remember that. And this this came with maturity. This came with letting go. This came with writing the book. The book was therapeutic for me. It, it revealed mm-hmm. myself. It showed mm-hmm. me what I was made of. It's the book had me many days, and I would write in a in a, in a book in this in this like coffee shop, and I, I had many laughs, I had many I had many cries, and I said, well, 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 my my my, it is therapeutic because we have that infamous famous question, what's the goal? Did it help? You wanted to help people, and I looked up, and it, it was helping me, it was helping me purge, it was setting me free. Mm-hmm. I was getting mm-hmm. freer. Yeah. So I gotta remember that I'm gonna be okay today because he said me he yeah. he got me he got me. Yes, yes, he do, he do. Every day he do. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I because I, I know it's not easy for authors, it's not easy for speakers out there, and a lot of people think it's just fame and glory uh, that, that there's no no pain, no sorrow in any of it, but. We we keep pressing in because it's the charge that have been given to us. So what what makes you decide to be also n- not only just become an author, but you also became a speaker? What what uh, brought that about? <laughs> the speaking, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still. I don't. I'm just letting him position me. The Amen. book felt natural because of writing, journaling. I knew mm-hmm. I needed to give something. This, I was in school before I met with Stacey Bain-Jusen, who was my business partner, who got me to help me push my plan. I, I was in school and left. I had already went to, I was, I'm a single mom, so I was trying to keep mm-hmm. going. I was trying to reinvent myself, but I knew I had to give something to somebody. I needed to share. Everybody got a story. True, and it's true, and it'll always stand. I'm telling you, I'm just letting him use me because I do believe in my inside in my head. I, I, I think I've always asked him to use me. I didn't know why, 
I think because I was a talker, I think that's why my mother gave me my little sister because she said I was talking to myself at my little tea table. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I said to my dad or somebody, do I just talk? They was like, no, you, no. And I'm not a know-it-all, so that's differentiate that. Not a know-it-all. I like sharing experience. I love I love sharing, I, I love people getting happy, even in the midst of my pain. So it was felt, it felt like speaking should be it. And I said, Dad, do I just, he said, no, baby girl, you, when you speak, you speak of some stuff. You know, some people just like to hear themselves speak. I didn't want to be yeah. one of those overbearing people. I really love encouraging people. I've encouraged yeah. people on my worst days. So it felt like he's positioned me. This is all me. You got to remember with this, there's no compensation until he's ready to compensate. It's a hard thing. I'm on a fixed income. Um, I got to look at the bigger picture. What I'm dealing with today, I'm like, Lord, what you want me to do to handle? It's a constant. You let them position you. And just when you think mm-hmm. you're not worthy, when you think yeah. you shouldn't be doing something, you get a call. Right. We need you to speak at. I need you to share at. I'm like, what? So I don't have this grand, well, it started, and I was doing this in high school, and I was on the journaling team. He is positioning me. He's taking me out of my comfort zone, yeah. and he's yeah. aligning me. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. He will do that. He he will set yeah. you up in your early days to become what he has ordained you to be, and all we're doing is just walking in it unto walking his glory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have glory. that story while I... I have to give y'all uncut, always going to say certain things, repeat it. I got to give you the true truth. I don't want to give y'all the fake social media answer. I got to tell y'all, this is me letting go, stepping out, giving up, and it's, mm-hmm. you got to take it. it is, this is the only conversation you got is the fact that you like doing it and you got to hold on to that reward, but keep doing what you got to do to help some souls. And he's positioning me. So I said, Well, you're just gonna have to do and share. And you're gonna have to you're gonna have to share. And I get the I get a nice without the monetary, hmm. I get a nice payment just to see a person's tear drop from getting free. Amen. I cried Amen. I cried a many a days. Cried today. People are scared to cry. I love mm-hmm. it because you're on your way. That's your freedom call. That's that's my Tears are my praises. So the speaking, oh, I want to give y'all something so up there, but I got to tell y'all, he's when you have those use me, what, know your prayers, because I probably said use me. What you want me to do, Lord? You don't get your answer then. Mm-hmm. You don't get it then. You'll wake mm-hmm. up and you'll be walking in your answer, and I think that's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, I, I, you know, I do like the fact that you are very uh, transparent and for real um, about you. what you're saying. And in, in your book is transparent, you know. You, you're just telling it, telling it like it is. And, and I think people need to see that uh, transparency in this hour that, that people can go through, uh, have peace through, through their pain, that they can get, you know, seeing what you have went through, to be at peace uh, with yourself and with the others. I remember um, watching one of your videos and you were talking about how, you know, you were, I think, in school and people were wondering why you, were you still being at peace, which, hmm. which is, and you know, that's, that's stuck in my mind, what you were saying, because 
you're right. A lot of people wouldn't have that piece. Would no, you like you, to share? So the part, which part did you read, Dr. Gandhi? Which part was it in the it school? Was, it was one of your videos I was watching. I know you, um, you know, I'm one of, and you did go to school, right? Yeah, I went, I went to high school and college. Uh-huh, and in college. If I'm not mistaken, I remember watching one of the videos, and if I'm not mistaken, it sounded like that you were going to uh, the school still and you were having some situations going on. Yes, yes, yes. So I've tried the college thing and trying to complete that journey. Well, that's another topic journey, but I'm trying to always do I'm a person, a parent. I'm just trying. I, I was, I, I've just been trying. I just needed to keep trying. And this, this really, this is how the book came. Uh, the struggles is but just not being comfortable in school because you're making choices. You don't even know you have the full answer. So there was some, I had some challenges at the end. I went back for psychology. Um, that was one yeah. of the things I talk about in my videos. Went back for psychology. Mm-hmm. Like I said, just mm-hmm. trying to stay inventive. We say reinvent. I'm just trying to stay relevant. But I had this book, and the alignment was coming. But I had a situation with the teacher, one of the professors, that said my my two children, two of the boys, they're doing very well, but they have IEP, and that's for kids that could be academic or behavior. Well, I've been fighting for them for a long time. It's not easy to be an advocate without over medicating the children, and you got to be a I ask God, that's another prayer. Give me the give me the income so I can advocate and see about my kids because the nine to five was killing me, y'all. I'm not gonna act like like I tell you. I went to school mm-hmm. again because I wanted to stay busy. I I was dealing with a person that the consumption of him was not healthy for me. And here's mm-hmm. the book. Here's the problems in school. I was doing well. I would go to school and do well, not even knowing if I was sure to be there. But a teacher, I was on my tablet. And in school, I'm like I said, forty nine fifty. He, he don't look it. I'm not bragging, y'all. <laughs> go look at the picture. I don't look mm-hmm. it, but any way it goes, you still deal with people with respect, young or old. Mm-hmm. And he called me out in class. He says, "Miss Knox, get off your whatever." But he did it. The type of teacher he was, he was he was cool with just being like that, just bling, um, no tech, uncool. He thought it was funny. I lost mm-hmm. it. I'm not going to say the things, but I kept it classy, but I lost it. But in the midst mm-hmm. of losing it, because that's a touchy topic, my children, okay? That's a touchy, yeah. for, uh, that's a, that's a touchy topic. Oh, yeah. And when yeah. he said it, I, I, I boo-hoo. I went in on him. But it also, I went to the next class. The deans called me in, and, and the, it was the struggle of a mom all in me, the overwhelmness especially when you're trying to find your way, when you're going through all, and this is for the men too. Any, this is not just for women. I don't, I don't, I don't, because it's, it's, this book is not for women, just for women, by the way. We all, when we want to be a better, better version of ourselves, it comes with mm-hmm. test. It comes with battles. That's what we don't like. And I, that battle came that day, and I cried because I was overwhelmed. But it also, that moment, pushed me into my purpose. I left that last class, and I never went back. I weighed my options. I weighed the situation, and I said, this book got to be greater. Not like, again, because we get so 
and I said, like I said, no disrespect, we get so religious, so churchy where you think you're not, you, you, we try to act like we don't want to be compensated for our work. Yes, you do. You want to be compensated. You want to be blessed. He doesn't want mm-hmm. you to be out here without it. So I took a step where compensation is not even in the makings yet. But I knew the purpose was going to be better than what I was. I was going through the motion. So when that man gave me that situation, mm-hmm. I had to shake my shoulders and look at what was going to be more conducive for my walk. It felt ugly. It felt embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But I, through my maturity, I, I shook it. I had many occasions in school, person calling me a certain color. I'm a chocolate woman. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So there's been other obstacles that I had to endure, but I had to go change it. So it's been, well, see, let me tell y'all something too. You got to get uncomfortable. He's going to rattle you as he pushes you in your perfect purpose. You got right. to go through some right. things. You got to be rattled. You got to be shook up. Your faith got to be tested. You got to endure some pain. From we we want it to microwave. And that's why I keep saying the compensation part. When you're doing it for him, and it's truly for him, and it's truly for you, you can't get it microwave. You got to put it in the oven and let it let it do what it do. It takes longer that way. Now, now, do you believe? that maybe traditionally that the mind, I mean, a lot of people have been trained to think um, microwave style, that that's why, you know, traditionally we we expect that as a Christian, everything is supposed to be perfected before us. That's what was killing me, being perfected and perfect in others' eyes. That's yeah. what's hurting and destroying many. That yeah. word that is not being taught correct. We know. We all know. We all know. Yeah. The, we all know. We don't have to do that on this yeah. moment, but we know that it's been passed around. <laughs> we know. Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah. He never, in my recollection to my grandparents and in my generation, of, mm-hmm. I don't recollect that the perfection was supposed to be there. And somewhere in there we were convinced and told that the perfection needed to be displayed to go through this journey. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's microwavily destroying souls because that's why yeah. I wrote the book. Act like yeah. will kill you. That's a that's a friend of perfection. Right. right. Act like yeah. will act like was literally killing me. I had to act mm-hmm. like I finished school the first time. I had to act like I was happy. I had to act like my marriage was good. I had to act like I was just so darn funny. I had to act like and it was killing me. Because I started my church world journey on my own when I was in my mm-hmm. 20s. And all you right. feel if you don't get under the right teachings, the right doctrine, that perfection, because mm-hmm. everybody is trying to fight to be the superior religion. Right, right. That's where the right. love, that's where the love is dividing. That's that's the division. Yeah. That's the two twins mm-hmm. at the beginning. It was always division at the beginning. So the division... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The division at the beginning is also still ongoing. So yeah. it's dividing. You're acting like you're perfect. One twin act like he was perfect. The other one was supposed to be perfect in another eye. Y'all know the twins. Go to your book. Okay? <laughs> Esau, Jake, oh, let's do that. Okay? I'm learning. I, I didn't just, that, that was led. That was, that was led. I'm always saying, read the book. 
read it. You, if, if you download it, if it's just, I, I'm not perfect in it. He just gave me that. Let me tell you, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a script thrower. He. I mm-hmm. go by what he just gave me. I'm never professed to be that, but I let the spirit roll through me, and that's when I said, "Be you," because that perfection. Right then, I remember to go to the. That's that's being moved. So when you do this, and you let go of perfection, see how he's working through this little this 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 woman here. Yeah. I had to stop being perfected. I. Y'all try to have intimacy in the dark. Y'all try to hide and perfect. Yeah, he uh, see all. So why you keep being, if he know you ain't, oh, y'all going to have me go there. He already know, but that don't mean that you're supposed to get the, the past to act any kind of crazy because you're not perfect. And you, you See, when we find out we ain't perfect, perfect, we use the word to act imperfect. That it marinate. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now once you, we you get that one script, right there. <laughs> this is real once you stuff. get that one okay. script, I see these posts because you want it to validate your mood. He said, operate out of love. Nobody's doing it. Right. Charity. Right. Nobody's doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So your friend, you all, Tracy Sheree Knox, mm-hmm. I had to become imperfect to get what he needed to do with me. I had to let go. I had to stop. I was lying to myself, not just the people. What you doing, girl? Oh, I just said, I just finished nothing. I didn't, I went and did a childcare business. Didn't know if I even liked children. Huh. Think about that and laugh in your cars later about that. I didn't even know if I liked children, but I had to act like I was doing something. Mm, mm. Well, you know, I think like you said, there's a lot of that going on, you know, um, striving for the big things of life, and we have to begin to get to a point where we decide that we will be authentic with ourselves. And, uh, uh, that authentic, uh, that <laughs> being authentic will help us also too to let others know that we are who we are. You know, we're we're not trying to be something. Uh, special or big, we just we just are who we are in Christ Jesus, and that's where we want to be. And how you perceive being in Christ Jesus with a big house and big cars and all of those things, that's not that may not necessarily be how someone else perceives it. But now, am I saying that we shouldn't have those things? No, I'm not saying that we we can have them if we choose to have them. But I think with the authentic, being authentic in this hour, we we need to really be who we are. Be who you that. are. Be who mm-hmm. you are. And if you want the car, not because you want all of that. I wouldn't mind it. I have a nice, me and, my, me and the children have a nice little domicile here. I have a nice mm-hmm. little car. It's, it's acting up on me, but mm-hmm. it's mine. I'm going to tell you all, I want to experience that. But the only way I truly believe those things that you think goes with the picture of success and perfection, even as you walk in Christ and you act churchy, I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. something. One of the things to the recipe is that humbleness when you get it. Exactly. How you deal, how you deal with it when he gives you the upgrade on the car. And are you taking care of that car? Are you cleaning out the other house? But I'm going to let you all marinate on that. I want that. Mm-hmm. I want to experience it at 50 years old. I, I do. I'm not going to sit on the phone and act like I don't. I want to experience that. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. He'll give it to you, 
I've seen the most celebrity type people at that plateau. That I mean that platform, and they're mm-hmm. and they're giving the words. I won't say names. I'm a very respectable person, even if I know the celebrity or not. Most of them I don't. I'm just giving what I see through once again social media. They obtain mm-hmm. all of that. Have a great word. They have an awesome word. They get everything. They go inside their life through social media, the car, the kids, the shoe. And then have you guys ever noticed the debacle, the mayhem that happens because you get out of line with what he gave you? You forget. You don't mm. respect what he blessed you with. You you bring infidelity. You, you mismanage the money that he blessed you with. You mm. trust in the wrong people. So when I think about the day, because I'm going to claim it, y'all. We can laugh later. I'm going to claim I'm going to experience some nice things before I leave out here. What I'm praying for is I got some act like when he give it to me. Mm. Do I glorify mm. that? Did I, do I idolize that stuff? Do, do I change how I am? Do I become bougie? Do, mm. I don't want that. I want to operate in all of this and as, as, as much humility and humbleness as I can because I'm going to tell you, he wants to. He has you know, it's it's so old school. Why would he have all these riches and these this room full of stuff that he want to bless us with and sprinkle it down to us, and we act like we don't want it? That's not what he wants. He wants us to want it and ask for it. It's what you do when you get it. That's that act like. That's that perfection. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I want it. I want, I want to experience it. When you come out of uh, the Egyptian system and then move past the wilderness into the promised land, how do you perform with it? How do you act with it? How do you align uh, to his will in it? Because, you know, uh, when we look at the Egyptian system, you see that they had, their mind was trained in that in that area, but to be uh, with a slave minded mentality. And then they go off into the wilderness. They want to cling back to the um, Egyptian mindset that they carried hmm. out. And then when hmm. they get to the promised land, they still want to kind of dwell back into the wilderness. And 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 from generation to generation, it's like they lost. Well, that that one that program and that program was a heck of a out of Egypt. Out of, they lost totally. And the Book of Judges is like they lost their world. Did you forgive because what that, God has done for you? Because <laughs> that programming and that deprogramming is a, is a heck of a thing. That program, you see yeah. how how that program mm-hmm. went? And then when you try mm-hmm. to change that station that don't have a, a nod to it, that's a, that's a heck of a change. You, 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 you trying to turn with some vice grips, and that's a hard turn. So mm-hmm. you, that, that mm-hmm. deprogramming of the mindset, that, I try mm-hmm. not to fault people like that because it was, it was a beginning of the time thing for us to be so set back in our mentality, so set right. back in our thought that it was it was yeah. it was a yeah. setup. Yeah, so there you go. yeah, that deprogramming is a heck. I, look at me, y'all. I'm I had to reprogram my whole thought system mm-hmm. up until what time is it? One fifty five up until one fifty four. I'm still. Mm-hmm in the business of reprogramming my heart and my mind. So just imagine some people who don't get that aha moment that they are just hoodwinked, that they they living in a poor spirit. I Sometimes, and it don't be bougie spirit with it, sometimes I will watch my 2015 Ford Focus, put on something sharp, probably got $5, 
but I like my spirit to to illuminate something of greatness, awesomeness. Mm. Mm. I want it, I want that to spew. In, I want that to. I want that to. I want that to spew in my body. I want mm-hmm. I don't wanna I wanna not look like what's happening. I wanna keep you guessing, but I wanna be true to it. Right. I right. It like it's, it's, I drive it like it's gonna be my new car. The next one, my Cadillac. So y'all pray for me on that one. y'all think about that later. I drive it just like that until it comes. You gotta you gotta feed it. You gotta boom, you gotta feed it back to you. And now some people mm-hmm. don't know how to get out of that. They too it's been too they've been too programmed. Hmm. Well, you know, do you think that it's time, uh, you know, taking time for self and, you know, the Bible says you should examine yourself. So do you think that, you know, we as the body of Christ as a whole need to step back and look at ourselves and see are we really aligned with God where he wants us to be at right now, doing what he wants us to do? Yes, we, we, and this is just me, no offense, no nothing. I just know what I come across of studying and looking in the world through my vision, my lens. Your, your lens won't see what I see, but what I see is exactly what the doctor said. We, we're we doing too much with those. We, we, we already know that we it was passed on and some stuff was added and deleted. We also know people will interpret it, interpret and teach you the way that they want to teach you. You got to do it for yourself. You got to go deeper. You, we've all mm-hmm. don't no judgment, mm-hmm. just forgiveness. We we're mm-hmm. not aligned, and that's what. But you got to remember, it's also written revelations that this is all supposed to go down like this from Genesis to Revelation. So it's not. Right. So when certain things happen pertaining to life, the world, some stuff unfortunately is not surprising to me, but it's some things that I'm seeing. People are struggling in church in the in, in the word because uh, they're relying on other people to give it. But they but see that the, it's a human that's giving it. There's a human giving it. Who's giving right. it to him or her? Another right. human. Are we sure that we study that, interpret that? That's when the isolation of that's this is when it comes to taking mm-hmm. a hiatus, fasting. Mm-hmm. I like hearing them. Some people got their things about hearing him. Well, you don't hear him. This debate, you, he sent something, he showed you. You don't hear, because I, I studied up for, under different doctrines. So that's when I had to get a personal relationship. I did. And I had, I have, my mind is so vivid. If you write, if you, if you read the book, it's a nostalgic journey. It's my nostalgic journey. But it's, when the people locally have read it or whoever was from Cleveland, they said, girl, how did you remember that? Oh, so in my mind, I have this vivid, like a movie, cinema, mm-hmm. type walk with the Lord. I might not know all the stories. I just don't know. I don't. But when it comes to me, it comes to me. But I paint this picture of what he's trying to get. It's literally paint a picture. That's just how my mind works. That's how I'm photographing. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that you hear it, the word from certain people. It's a thing of it makes sense. I think it's being abused by people to justify actions wrong or good, it's not, I, locally, I'm going to speak for where I'm at, is it, the spirits are still walking in and out of some sanctuary tore up. That's not good. It's not good. Um, because it starts in yourself. You got to go in there a little, you got you to get some things with yourself in so you can receive it. You got to get, that's why I'm doing the did the book. That's why I'm raw, 
you got to get some inner stuff together first yeah. so you can receive what you need to receive when you up there. I love the Lord. Yeah. Y'all don't hear y'all don't hear opposite in my voice. I'm telling y'all I love him. I have my relationship with the most high. I'm seeing in the humanness we're failing each other. I'm saying in the humanness things ain't right. I'm saying to the humanness everybody is trying to dog religion. I'm seeing everybody belittling and using yeah. the social media format to do so. Nobody's respecting no one's titles, rabbi, priest, apostle, pastors. Nobody is respecting. And it's crazy because at the end of the day, if you point some arrows back, it's going to line to the same thing. You're either going up or down. You got you, yeah. We can get deep. We can get philosophical. We're making this too yeah. much, and souls are being lost. I think I think if anything, we should be encouraging um, the leaders, and you know, using the word of God in that context to do so. But I don't think we should be targeting um, individuals because, as you know, it's it's creating battles out there, and, and it's creating battles. We're yeah. we're not called for that, but. I think that the word of God, um, hopefully, it will be utilized to align the whole body of Christ and, and to the right um, place where we need to be, and yeah. that we can all walk into the glory and on that narrow path yeah. to the narrow. Too many, too many point yeah. fingers, and it's, I think it's disrespectful to whatever they want to be, whatever, whatever title. It's just a title. It's just a name. I can write on my paper. Reverend Pastor Dr. Trice, it's just, it's just what's what's behind it though. That's that maybe I can get something yeah. from you, Doc. I, Dr. Danny, oh, I can we, get something from the girl up the street. Why can we can't pull this together? But it's that's much like me, right. Yeah, let me tell you, it's some ushers that can um, fill the glory, fill the temple with the glory. So I, I don't think it's a title thing, I think it's the relationship that we have with God. There's a relationship, yes. yes I how we want to hold on to that and remain in his will is what would change it, but that means we have to put down our own agenda. And, yeah. um, you know... And that's, and and that's a work that, in progress. That's an ongoing... That's an ongoing... That's an ongoing, so... That's an yeah. ongoing process. I just, stay, I just have to stay on it on the throne of as many people that can fall in love with love and act right as mm-hmm. possible, I would be blessed just to see more of that because that would be a life, two more world journeys of that. So I said, well, what can I do? What can I do, Lord, to get some relationships going with you or some relationships with their self? And this is where you all, the book came. My love affairs with love came. I had to, mm-hmm. first you got to start with me. So he started with me. I said, yeah. you really, so after chapter two, he said, but you got to keep going. You got to, we like talking about everybody else. So when I got to three and got to going through the push of my business partner, he, you got to strip yourself first, Tracy, and then you can get in there and do the works that I need you to do. Because they're not, we're not so, operating in love. Yeah. Well, but now let me ask you this. Have you ever been speaking to people and God is also speaking to you as well? He's so, doing I mean, it now. He does it with me all yeah. He he does he do it with me all the time. It's like, you know, um you'll be talking and it's like the Lord is speaking to you too. So I think um when we come out of self, 
we can receive as well. Mm-hmm. And based on or to stand and and uh, allow transformation and renewing of the mind to take place. One question I want to ask you, because there's a whole lot of people that probably will, you know, come onto this. There's people in Russia, China. Don't look at it just from America or your own back neighborhood. But but mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that listen throughout the whole world at um, some of our programs. So what would you say to someone that is struggling to overcome hurdles and maybe going through pain and, and still trying to keep peace and, and through the situation? So what would you say to them at this time? First, the first One of the first things I want you to do who's ever listening, I want you to fully recognize that you are dealing with a situation. I want you to say it to yourself that you're dealing with a situation that is not conducive to your plan. I don't care if it's suicide, depression, bad relationship, child acting any kind of crazy, divorce. Then I need you without shame, because this is another problem that we deal with, go get the help. It doesn't mean you just have to stick to the church bound. It's okay. He, he, he made the doctors, the psychiatrists, the psychologists. I need you to get up and go get help. I need you to know it's okay. Because when we go through this, we think that we are the only ones going through that, like the light is just shining on you. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I need you to get up and say it's okay. I want you to fight to want to get healed, help better. Across this world, who's ever listening, I need you to get up now, make a phone call. Say something to somebody. Find you the right soundboard. Soundboards are the people, the places that we reach out to when we are hurting. You got to find it. I had to find the right sounding boards. Everybody's not listening nor positioned to help you. If your kids, you have children, I need you mm-hmm. to get someone that can assist you while you're going through if you cannot be the best mother nor father to them because they will see, feel all. It's okay. I'm going to keep reiterating right now. It's okay if you're going through. We all go through. The higher of the highs, the lower the lows of statuses go through. I need you to get up, and I need you to call, make a call. Don't operate in shame nor guilt. I need you to get the babies in order if you have children. I need you to write. If you ain't at that severe level, I need you to get a journal, a book, a piece of paper, and I need you to write whatever you're dealing with and start purging through your hands and let the spirit Mm -hmm. guide that pen. I need you to start saying to yourself every day, it's going to be a fight, but I want you to fight. Go to the mirror and say, I've got this. I'm going to do this. Do this. You can go to the gym. Men. It's okay. It's okay to not be mm. macho. People, yeah. I need you to cry. Don't go with my mama and them told you, big mama and them told you, boy, suck it up, girl. I need y'all to cry. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. cry, that is your relief that you yeah. want to let go and you stuck, okay? Yeah. I need you right now before I get off this phone, I need you to seek that help. 
I need you to make sure your baby's okay. I have to reiterate the kids, I'm a single mom of three. When whoever's the care person is not right, the kids are not right. You can't feed them, change them, clothes them, and I have to read a slump. You scream at them. They get neglected. They feel that energy. I need you to cry out in your car. Be safe when you do it. In your cubicle, in your bedroom, privately, I don't really care. I'm a crier. I do it anywhere. Until the most high, you need him and let your transformation in your healing begin. Read the book, and, let, and I'll let you know I'm serious about it. Yeah. So I yeah. need you guys to do that. So my, my contemplations of suicide, don't do it. I love you. Go get the help. Depression, yeah. go get the help. If you're dealing with vices of drugs, I need you to go ahead and go get that help. My whole key word, it's okay to get the help. Don't do it by yourself. You're not equipped, nor are you strong. Men, too. Beat your chest mm-hmm. if you want. You're not equipped to do it by yourself. It's okay to cry. Yes, Lord. And that's where I'm at. <laughs> You know, um, we know, we all know this. When Jesus Christ was going to the cross, when He knew He was going to be crucified, He cried. He cried until blood came out of His eyes. That's a serious cry. So, it's a cry. if He if He did it, it's a kingdom mandate. It's an order of God that we release our emotions, we release the frustration. We release the turmoil that we're going through. So I, I absolutely agree with you there that we have to come clean with ourselves. We have to feel in order for us to overcome. And we have to recognize that we are what we are feeling. We have to recognize what's triggering it so that we don't, we can set up some boundaries and limitations against it. So I'm just, I just want the body of Christ to know now that there is a way out of all of these things, your anxiousness, uh, to have your anxiety, um, the pressure that you're facing, wherever you are, there is a way out of it. And and I want to say to the other side that may be causing the pressure, you need, you need to be for my, go ahead. For, go ahead. My, for my ones that's been molested, Mm. Y'all know who mm. y'all are. Go get set free. Tell. I need you to go tell. Yeah. There's another. Yeah. There's something else that's in my my molestations. I need you to go tell and start your journey for forgiveness for my yeah. everybody who needs to forgive. It ain't for them. It's for you. I need you to start the process of forgiving. Mother, daughter, daddy, abandonment. It's it, the abandonment, the lack thereof. I'm, I'm gonna stop there. I need y'all to go get free. I need y'all to shed it. I need you. I need y'all to go. It might not happen today. I'm coming to brace it with it, but I'm just telling y'all to go. It's, I, I, I just feel. I just feel a lot of little. The, the illumination of pain is just. It, 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 I, it, I feel it sometimes. Just yeah. go. I had to yeah. do it. I had to face it. You can, you can face it. Just, I want y'all to face it. We don't like to face it, so we. We 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 cover it with band aids. Never get clean. We drink it away. We sex it away. Mm. Don't don't mm. don't do it. Don't do it. 
bringing people into hunger and thirst after you. And we ask, O oh Lord, that you receive all the glory and the honor and admiration for every soul that is saved. We ask, O oh Lord, that you empower and equip them to be sustainable in this hour. In your glory, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 So I'm praying also, too, that whatever your situation that you're going through, that the Lord will deliver and that he will redeem you out of it and that you, when you move forward, that there will be no uh, stagnancies, no backwardness, no delays, no dilemmas from any forces of wickedness. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. So um, we thank you again for coming to the Kingdom Hour, Tracy. And I know yeah. uh, that the Lord is using you mightily, and I pray that he will continue to do so. And may he expand and, um, you know, uh, widen your territory without any pain or sorrow. In Jesus' Amen. name. I'll, I'll and I'll, it. Thank you. And I, I want to say to the body of Christ, uh, you know, the Bible says, look unto the hills from where your help cometh from. He is the maker of heaven and earth. And we need him in this hour more and more. So I'm I'm just asking and I'm pleading with the body of Christ to uh, get off into the word and depend upon the Lord as much as much time as you have available. Spend it in them and as um, follow the what uh, our dear Tracy said because uh, you're going to need it in this hour and doesn't mean that your joy should be taken away, though, because Jesus Christ said, possess until he comes, in Jesus' name. God bless you all, and may the grace of God be with you. May he empower and equip you for the days to come, in Jesus' name. God bless you all. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, too.